Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. From KQED. For today, of course, we have that spare the air alert in place. We'll talk about changes through the weekend. That's why I think we'll still have some spare the air days tomorrow and Saturday. We have a smoke advisory you need to know about. As spare the air day, that's the pollution that creates it. It also creates. This week on Bay Curious, we're talking about something that affects all of us here in the Bay Area: air quality. I'm Olivia Allen Price, and I'm Matt Beagle. I'm a reporter here at KQED. And we've been asked a few questions about air quality recently. It just seems like it's something that's on people's minds. Definitely. And one of those people was listener Jenny Reed, who I met up with in Berkeley on what I thought was a beautiful and clear day. I mean, look, look over there. Look at the trees. They don't look green. I wasn't really seeing what Jenny was seeing. But she recently moved from the East Bay to West Marin, which has some of the cleanest air in the Bay Area. She says now, when she makes the drive over the San Rafael Bridge, things look different. The East Bay used to be sparkling green trees and now when you drive past it it just looks like all the trees are gray, all the houses are gray, like everything's gray. The smog stood out to her so much that she was wondering. I was wondering if the smog in the Bay Area has gotten worse. I mean my guess is that there are just a lot more cars on the road Mm -hmm. and the air quality has gotten worse. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest, and I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Jenny's logic makes a ton of sense. A recent census estimate found that between 2010 and 2015, the Bay Area added more than half a million people. Right. And we actually have some of the worst traffic congestion in the U.S. according to this annual traffic report index, only behind L.A. and D.C. 
And I have to say, sometimes when I look just out across the horizon, it does look kind of yellow. So we took Jenny's question to the Bay Area Air Quality Management District. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Yes, that's the agency that monitors our air. My name is Eric Stevenson. I'm the director of Meteorology, Measurement, and Rules. Like me, he's a Bay Area native. I grew up in Oakland, and I can remember days where I couldn't see San Francisco. Now he's the department's go-to guy on air quality measurement. Currently, we have 35 air monitoring stations located throughout the the nine counties. Those stations are running constantly, sampling different environments from wide open spaces to dense cities. We have some that are located near major sources. The refineries, we have a couple located near the, the port of Oakland. They measure lots of different pollutants, but the Environmental Protection Agency mandates the district pay special attention to things like ozone, carbon monoxide, NOx, PM10, PM25, and lead. Those are mandated by the EPA, the Clean Air Act. Now, two of these are particularly hazardous to human health. One is ozone. Which is formed when emissions from motor vehicles, power plants, and refineries react with sunlight. That is a bigger problem in the summer. The other is PM25. PM25 is particulate matter that's 2.5 microns or less, very small, small particles. Um, that can make it past your lungs' defenses and really wreak havoc with your, your system. This is caused by emissions too, but also burning things. So think industrial sources or even a cozy fire in your fireplace. PM25 is more of a wintertime concern. So when we're talking about air pollution, we're talking about concentrations of these pollutants. And the Air District says... Basically, and in general, concentrations of air pollution in the Bay Area have been decreasing over time and have decreased rather significantly since the 60s. Great news, right? Average ozone levels in the Bay Area are more than one-third lower than they were during their peak in the 70s. And PM25 concentration has dropped almost 40% since they started measuring it in 2000. So the Air District says the biggest reason for the improvement is stronger regulations on emissions from cars and industry. So we called Jenny with our findings, but she didn't seem entirely convinced. Wow. So I wouldn't have... I'm shocked. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm, this is great. It's great news. Overall, I'm really relieved. We actually have some of the cleanest air for a metro area of our size. And not to point fingers, but L.A.'s is the worst. Of course a Bay Area native would get that L.A. jab in. I had to. Go Giants! But we can't pat ourselves on the back too much just yet. A lot of it has to do with geography. And we explain more on our website at baycurious.org. Okay, back to Jenny. One reason she was so convinced that air quality had gotten worse is because she's been hearing a lot more of those spare the air alerts. Those are sent out when pollution might be dangerously bad. Yeah, it used to be just in the summertime, a couple days. And now it's like, you get them in the winter, you get them all summer long. It's like year round now. And there have been more alerts. Last summer, the air district called 27. That's three times as many as the year before. Turns out, the EPA set stricter standards for ozone. It was lowered from 75 parts per billion to 70 parts per billion. So they had to call more alerts to meet the new standards. Huh, wow. Okay, that makes sense. So far, this all sounds really good, right? But not everyone in the Bay Area is breathing the same air. We met a doctor who focuses on the connection between air quality and human health. I'm John Balms. I'm a physician scientist at... UCSF and UC Berkeley. In the Bay Area, there are hot spots like West Oakland and Bayview Hunters Point. 
neighborhoods that are more exposed to pollution. They tend to be in um, communities of color with lower uh, socioeconomic status where there's lots of stuff going on. Think major freeways, ports, refineries, power plants, basically everything Jenny was passing on her drive from West Marin to the East Bay. Living near the sources of pollution puts you more at risk for developing serious health problems like heart conditions and asthma. Overall, the air is better, and that includes the hotspot areas I was talking about as well. There's still a disparity, but everywhere has gotten better. Eric Stevenson, back at the Air District, says they're also working on this inequality. I mean, there's always going to be a difference between living in Point Reyes, you know, where the air is coming off the Pacific Ocean, and living next to, say, a refinery. There's always going to be some difference there. But what we want to do is make sure that we minimize those differences and give the folks that are living next to major industrial sources um, the benefits of the cleanest air we can achieve. Jenny also thinks there's more work to be done, and she has a message for everyone. We need to be vigilant just because, like, oh, yeah, things are getting better. I, there are still more cars on the road. I don't want us to rest on our laurels and be like, okay, well, the Bay Area's air is getting better. So Right on, Jenny. Thanks for your help today, Matt. Thanks, Olivia. And thanks to Jenny Reed, who asked today's question. Hopefully, you can breathe a deep sigh of relief and know it's a relatively clean one. And hey, if you have a question you've always wondered about, Jenny thinks you should submit it to Bay Curious. Because if you're thinking about it, there are a bunch of other people in the Bay Area wondering about the same thing. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. Next week... No city taxes. No city government. (laughs) There isn't even a... Text on stores. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Stay curious. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.